0: To, to begin a new day, we have the blessing of being alive, as I was telling uh, Shimon Gold this morning, as he's on his way to uh, Lavaya of the, the, the boy, actually who he, who he knew, who he knows, who was killed yesterday morning. Uh, a a lone soldier uh, from South Africa. Get his name. Just mention his name. Um. Uh, So, thank you very much. So, as we uh, stand here today, as we're here today, uh, one of the blessings that we always have to remember is that we're here. That ma adam chai is uh, how could a person complain um, when you're alive? And there will come a day when when all of us will will not be alive today. I don't know. I, I can't look. I don't. I don't have the. Uh, someone can look it up, just at least to say his name. Uh, maybe look it up on Yeshiva. Oh, uh, you don't have your phone. Oh I'm going to just look it up. I tried to look it up. you going to Yeshiva World News. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah. I found it. Um, oh, yeah, here. here I got found it. found it? I got it. I yeah, Thank you. So, uh... Yeah, David K. Hachasen Elieo David K. Hashem Yikoim Damav is at the Lavais in an hour, um, and uh, I think he was 26 years old. Right, if you see a picture of him, he looks like a very sweet, special person. And yesterday, uh, he didn't know it was the last day of his life, uh, and he died Al Kiddush Hashem. Uh, the lesson, I think, at least one of the lessons for us. Oh, my thing stopped in the middle. Um, one of the lessons for us definitely is um, the lesson of appreciation and recognizing the gift, the gift of life, and the the fact that we're alive, and the fact that we have the ability. To change, as the Gras says, one of the as the gra says one of the the uh, Gehennoms, one of the biggest Gehennoms. Thank you, one of the biggest Gehennoms uh, that a person experiences is when it's all over and the lights are out. The lights are out, and <coughs> excuse me, and a person realizes that he can't change. (coughs) A person realizes that he can't grow, he can't do anything. There's no greater pain than a person feeling stuck and a person feeling that they can't change and they can't grow and they can't do anything. It's like you're literally frozen. So he says it's not the Gehenna, it's not the punishment, punishments that a person's going to have, of course, that 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 exists as well, but it's more the realization that I can't I can't do anything, and I can't I can't contribute, <coughs> I can't I can't love, I can't uh, make a difference, I can't change the way I feel. Right? That's that's unfortunately someone who's really depressed. A really depressed person is somebody who. Rahman Rachmaneletzlan feels stuck when they feel that there's nothing that they can do to, to change. And Baruch Hashem, <coughs> each and every one of us, we're able to every day, we're able to, to, even if it's a little change, even if it's a tiny change, a little percent on whatever it might be, but we have the ability. A person can make a difference. A person could take a situation and he could change it. Even if he decides not to, But (laughs) the fact that a person has that ability, that in itself is the biggest blessing that a person has. That's what a person is. A person has Bechira. When a person has Bechira, which every one of us has, and a person has the ability to, to, uh, to make decisions, that one can choose. I can choose to live differently. I can choose to get up in the morning. I can choose to... Go over to someone and say, hi, I could choose to uh, not give in to my desires. I could choose uh, to think positively. A person could choose his thoughts. Could you imagine that? That a person could say, okay, thank you very much. That a person could choose the way he thinks. A person could say, okay, I'm not, I don't want to choose anymore. I don't want to think, you know, this way anymore. I want to, I want to learn to think more positively. So that's a choice that's a decision that a, person, that a person can make as well. And that's the power of life. The power and the gift of life is the fact that we can change, and that we can uh, grow, and that we can do something, that we're able to do something um, to make a difference in our lives. That's the, that's the um, power and the koach, that each and every one of us have as Chanukah approaches, it's one of the things that the Yevanim that the Yevanim were opposed to, right? We know that the Yevanim were against Shabbos. The Yevanim were against um, uh, Rosh Chodesh Mila and Rosh Chodesh. So we say the Yevanim were against Shabbos. We can understand Shabbos is the foundation of of uh, of the Jewish people, and 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 Mila Bris Mila also is uh, one of the foundations of the Jewish people. Why were the Yivanim, why were the Greeks against Rosh Chodesh? Why would they be against the new moon? Right? Uh, Rosh Chodesh. So one of the reasons given is because that's the power of a person is to renew himself. to The power for a person to, to start new and to start fresh and to change. That's the power of a Jew. That's the power of the, the moon. The moon is is waxing and waning is the shot that the moon represents to Jewish people, is that you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, you're going to have your difficult times. But the shot is that a person can always go ahead and renew himself. Now the reason we speak about, we, we speak the Hilchas Slashon we say purity of speech the Hilchas Slashon Hara, is because a person can get distracted and, and a person can, can think that he's stuck. And therefore, since I'm stuck, the only thing that I could change is other people. That's what usually happens. You say, if only this person would be different, if only this situation would be different, if only my roommate was different, if only my, my, uh, my spouse was different, if only my, whatever it is, my job is different, if only the weather was different, if only whatever it might be is different, then I'd be able to be what I want to be. But when a person realizes that it's all up to me, that I'm the captain of my ship. And it's hard for a person to sometimes accept that, to say that I'm the one who can make the decision of, of whatever it might be, how I want to feel, how I want to live, how I want to, you know, I want to change my room. A person says, I want to change my room. That's a decision that a person can make as well. You can make a decision that you want to change your job. You want to, you know, switch Switch your job a person can make a decision that i want to I want to you know switch the way I change the way I do things right so when a person is totally focused on other people when a person is his his life is being lived in the world of other people so then his his definition of change and growth is all based on other people when other people will change when uh, when my mother will apologize to me when my Father will act differently to me when my uh, boss will give me a raise when whatever it might be when my uh, situation external situation changes that's when I'm going to change. But it's not tipshat that you're going to change. the Tipshat is that you don't want to change. You want to stay the way you are and you want everyone around you to, to, uh, to change so that you don't have to change. Now how does that work with healing? A lot of people are afraid to heal because the reason they don't heal is because they're waiting for other people to, to to make things different. And they're not willing to accept. And it's hard sometimes for a person to accept the fact, you know, when you're 10 years old, you could say, okay, mommy, I want you to be different. When you're, I mean, you, you could say it. I don't know if it, it works. Sometimes it does. When you're 10, 12 years old, when you're 6 years old, when you're growing up, you're like, oh, I'm growing up, I want to grow up in this type of home, I want to be this type of child, right many times the challenge of being 18 years old and the challenge of changing your life being 18, 19, 20 years old is the acceptance that you're not going to be a child ever again meaning you're a child because we're always our parents children and a lot of people have trouble moving on because they don't want to accept the fact that this is my family and this is the way I grew up. And they're holding on to their childhood, rightfully so. And that's why it's hard to heal. Because it's hard for a person to accept the fact that, that this is the way it is. <clears throat> this is the way it was. And it's very, very hard for a person to say, okay, how do I move on? How do I move on and begin to build a life for myself? And they're very, very much attached to their family, very much attached... And of course, it's wonderful to have an amazing relationship with your mother and your father and your brothers and everything. That's great. But you're not 10 years old sitting at your parents' table anymore. You're not 14 years old. That doesn't mean you can't go back to visit. doesn't mean that you can't have a great relationship with your parents. But the more a person becomes independent, and the more a person realizes that he has to detach himself by creating his life, when you learn to create your life, because otherwise what happens is a person is constantly living emotionally, he's living intellectually in his past. He's living in in the school that he went to, everything he's doing. The the irony of the rebel, the irony of a rebel, and this is hard for a rebel to hear, or rebellious, we all have rebellious parts of us that are rebellious. What's hard to hear about our rebellious part, and it's hard to hear this, is that we're still very connected to that which we're rebelling, because otherwise, why would be why would we be rebelling? The only reason we're rebelling is because is because we're so connected to that that very thing that we are rebelling. But the more a person learns to detach, and the more a person learns to heal, and the more a person learns not to focus on the external situations that brought him to wherever he. Um, is right now, but a person realizes that okay, right? As Zalmi, as I quote Zalmi a lot because it's a great line, it might not be my uh, Zalmi Batwinik, it might not be my fault, but it's my responsibility. So it's not my fault that I have that I have sadness. It's not my fault that I'm that I'm very unmotivated. It's not my fault that I'm insecure, that I have a lot of anxiety. It's not my fault that I'm angry at the world, that I'm angry at my parents, that I'm angry at, at God, that I'm angry at whoever it might be. It's not my fault, but ultimately it's now my responsibility, when you get to a certain age, it's my responsibility to say I want to change the way I look at things, I want to change the way I look at life, I want to change the way I look at my my parents and my my, my life. And that takes time, it takes time. Like I say many, like I've said, I don't know if I've said it this year as much, you know, when, when, it, when, when a person lives a certain way for 19, 20 years, that's how you live. You've been living a certain way. It could take you 19, 20 years for a person to change. It takes time, it takes time. We expect to be going through something for, for, you know, 17, 18, 19, 20 years, and then, okay, ah, oh, I heard a great cheer, so I'm going to change it. Okay, it doesn't work like that. It takes time. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes uh, effort and patience, patience and more patience and more patience to get there, but you're on a path. The key is that you're on a path. So with that in mind, we'll learn some Hilchas Lashon Hara. And again, the, the the beauty of learning Hilchas Lashon Hara is the, the forget about the fact, not even talking about the spiritual power and how dangerous Lashon Hara is for your neshama and for the next world. But even for this world, when a person stops talking Lashon Hara, then he begins to live life very differently. Because you're living life uh, not putting other people down. You're not trying to get approval from other people and trying to fit in that people like you and people, you know, oh, if everyone's sitting around talking about someone or something and you're able to stand up, for yourself like I said um, my uncle told me a beautiful Pshat says the malach of Esav was Lama Z at the 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 we said this yesterday Lama Tishal Tisha Shmi is that what do you what do you need my name for? Why are you asking my name? Asa represents you have no identity. Esav represents you have no identity, you have no self, you have no self at all. You're totally totally all right a people pleaser and you don't even know who you are because because all you know how to do is to please everyone around you, and you have no way of saying, um, no way of saying no, no way of saying I no no. As someone said, uh, um, I think Elio else was telling me. He says if a person doesn't know how to say no, then all of his yeses are meaningless as well. When you can't say no to something, so then, so then what are your yeses, right? You don't have... Uh, gonna, right, if you don't know how to say no, so then what do your yeses mean? So a person who has identity, a person who has an identity, is he, he's able to say no. He's able to say, I'm sorry, I'm not going to listen to this and Hara. I'm sorry, I'm going to walk out of the room. He walks out of a room. Could you imagine the power of a teenager of a person, got about a teenager, power of any person getting up and walking out of a room full of his friends, quote-unquote, right? He's walking out of a room because they're talking about somebody else, could you imagine what kind of power that is for a person to get up, and again, you don't have to make a scene, you don't have to get up and say, oh, this is Lashon Hara, you don't have to be the Lashon police, right? it's a a recommended thing to do if it's your friends also say guys why are we talking about other people and like I say like I always say people who are sitting around talking about people they're they're going to talk about you as well there's no question about it they'll talk about you when you're not there so but the point is for you to have the for you to have the um, sense of of self and the sense of belief in yourself and the sense of clarity to get Mm -hmm. up in a room <coughs> that people are talking about Shanara, to be able to leave that place, to be able to not enjoy that place is something that is, uh, will, will define who you are. It'll define who you are. When a person's able not to go in with peer pressure, peer pressure is very strong, especially when you're a, when you're a, a teenager, when you're 18, 19, 20, and especially if you had trouble with that when you were in elementary school, or you didn't have friends and you feel lonely. So of course, you want to feel connected to everybody else. But the more a person works on his own identity, at his own values, and a person focuses on himself, a person focuses on happiness, and he focuses on anxiety, and he focuses on being positive, and he focuses on change and growth, he focuses on healing, then slowly you begin to build and feel like a different person. Okay, question comments and then we'll do then we'll do a halacha. I'm sure someone has. Oh, Yona. Remember just the statement that said if not say no, you yes. <coughs> yes. Yeah, yes. So so it was that actually Leo Newell said the line, if you don't know how to say no, so then your yeses are not because you say yes. Yes means that uh, I choose. You're not choosing it's because you you just you just don't know how to you don't know how to say no. It's not the shot that I that I want to be friends with this person. It's just I don't know how to say um, no. But when a person can say no, and a person can say yes, so then his yeses are yeses and his no's are no's. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, so the public <coughs> says, Lama, he says, Lama's tish When Yaakov asked Esav's, uh, um, the malach that he was fighting, he says, says, what's your name? So he says, Lama's a tish Why are you asking my name? I mean, he doesn't have a name. He says, he doesn't have a name. He doesn't have an identity. Esav doesn't have an identity. Identity means, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm totally hefker. Totally hefker. Totally, after My identity is what other people want me to be. I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power of of influence, of 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 uh, not having values, of not having standing up for what you believe is right or wrong. I'm willing. How many people are willing to do something, um, you know, that they don't believe in because that's what people are doing, right? We follow. Right, why should I follow, right? It's a great, great line. Why are you following the crowd when the crowd is lost? Right, so you're, you're, you're getting rid of your identity. <coughs> For what, if you don't have an identity? Yes, Nisana. I just wanted to say about how things take time. So if you look at anybody who has anything great, especially, anything with special relationships. Right. So like we think like the movies and whatever teach us that that's a grand gestures like the gestures they, they bring ring that you buy or the crazy surprise that you make or like the, or the like the whole set that you build in a week. But well, when you actually think about it, you, you ask people that actually have relationships to actually accomplish it's like you know, it's tiny, tiny little things, Exactly tiny, tiny little things and you know a little bit here, a little bit there. Exactly. That actually build exactly.
1: Right, so yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, 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 exactly. Correct. And 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 the movies and the media and the world teaches us it's all about you know the fanfare and the 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 vacations and the and the whining and dining and the music in the background, right? And the music in the background and the the whole the whole big shebang of love and romance <coughs> and there's nothing further from the truth. It's day in, day out, day in, day out, building a relationship. And that's what with with, with one's spouse. When you're building a relationship with with anything. Building a relationship with Torah. Building a relationship with Torah. Building a relationship with Davening, building a relationship with Hashem, building a relationship with yourself. It takes time. It takes time. It takes day in, day out, day in, day out. And what happens? What's what's different between those who are successful and those who are not successful are the ones who stick to it on a daily basis or or on a persistent basis. It Doesn't have to be every day, but you're persistent. It means you're in it. You're in it, and you're 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 on the journey to self. You're on the journey to self improvement to build whatever it is it takes. Time. it takes time it takes patience it takes um, being open to these things and it takes little steps little steps are 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 what we are what will 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 help a person the little tiny steps is what helps a person become who he who he wants to become and and what's the most important as Lisano's saying and I want to really really this is very important is it doesn't mean you're not going to drop People say, okay, I got it, I'm in, I got it, I figured out what happiness is, I figured out what this is, I'm not going to have a bad day ever again in my life, or I'm not gonna have a bad week, or I'm not gonna have whatever it might be. Whatever, whatever it might be, he says, oh, I'm not gonna have this problem. And when you have this problem, again, you're, you, you, sometimes you run out the back door and you say, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't deal with this. When a person realizes that that's part of life, part of life is you're going to mess up, part of life is you're going to make mistakes, part of life is you're gonna get thrown off the horse. You're gonna get thrown off the horse, a person's, you know, living his life, he he has a good day. That's why I always say, you're having a good day, your good day's not gonna last forever just like your bad day is not gonna last forever. You're gonna have a good day, you're gonna have a bad day, you're gonna have a good week, you're gonna have a bad week, you're gonna have a good month, you're gonna have a bad month. You have a good year. Some years are easier than other years. Some years are hard years. People go through hard times. That's just the way life is. And when a person learns to, to understand that, and a person learns to, to, to stay in and to do the things that you know are the, the important things. Right? When you learn Hilchas Lashon Hara, right? when you learn Hilchas Lashon Hara, on a consistent basis, when a person is learning on a consistent basis, and he learns to stop talking about other people on a consistent basis, so what happens is, what happens is, is that, is that it, 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 it slowly, slowly will take an effect on you. It's not something that happens overnight, right? It's like the story with Rabbi Akiva with the with the stone, where he saw the the, the water dripping on the stone, slowly, one drop. One drop, one drop until eventually it penetrated, until eventually it went through. So too, that's what life is about. Life is about every day trying as best you can. The more a person, uh, someone's let's say a negative person, and he learns, says, I wanna be positive. You're not gonna become a positive person. The way it works is over time, little by little, a person starts adding to his daily routine. He starts having gratitude. He starts going ahead and and uh, you know being thankful a little bit here a little bit there in the morning in the afternoon he becomes you start becoming a more positive person okay question and comments and then and then we will then we will uh, stop uh, we'll start the halakha. yeah ribzav Yeah, why not? Why not? it's good. Uh? No, no, you can't embarrass someone. I I, I didn't understand that was your question. You walk away. Well, I, I don't know. You gotta walk away. A person, person can walk away. You can't. If someone's beating someone up with a bat, right? What are you gonna What are you supposed to do? Just let them beat beat someone up in with a bat? Right, speaking of lashon hara about someone is like having a bat and and and, and beating his head in. Well, I mean, I don't want to make him feel bad. You don't want to embarrass someone. You can't be someone who's going to embarrass someone. But but uh, but I don't have to be there. I don't have to be there. Okay, so let's begin. Let's begin the halacha. Um, to whom is it forbidden to speak lashon hara? So page. Uh, Page uh, one thirty seven, one thirty nine, day fifty two. Now this is something that's hard to understand, um, but 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 uh, let's just talk talk it out a little bit, right? You're not allowed to speak lashon hara to any person, including relatives, parents, children, and siblings. Now this is very very important, very important to clarify, right? It doesn't matter who or whom, right? It doesn't matter who you're talking about. Even if you were talking to your parents about siblings or even if, obviously, if you're talking to your siblings about your parents, right? So, um, I want to just talk this out um, how this works, right? So, many times people think um, that you could just talk um, because you're trying to uh, be uh, litowellas, right? And you're trying to be helpful to your um, to your Uh, parents about a sibling or you're talking to a sibling about one of your parents. So just to backtrack on this, of course if you're talking to somebody because that person is helping you deal with a situation at home, and if you have a brother or you have a sister or you have somebody who's helping you deal with your father or deal with your mother or deal with a situation, then it's a hundred percent mutter for a person to talk out and to say you know mommy's like this or daddy's like this or I have difficulty or if you have a therapist who you have to speak with or you have a Rebbe or someone then of course it's 100% not only mutter but it's important to talk about that person or a sibling. Sometimes this happens that siblings talk about their parents. So it's very very important to know what the boundaries of that are because sometimes it's helpful when you have a sibling who you can open up to about your mother, about your father, if you're going through a hard time with them. The difference is, though, what is happening when you're having that conversation with that sibling. Is that sibling making you more angry at your parent? Is your sibling helping you have a worse relationship with with your parent? Are you just going ahead and just sort of sitting around making fun of your parents? Or is it helping you understand yourself and helping you deal more with the situation at hand. The same thing, just to tell everyone, is going to be, God willing, with your spouse. You're not allowed to talk to your spouse about your children to say Lush and Hara. It sounds crazy. Like, what does that mean? How can I not talk to my spouse about my children? So the question is, how are you talking about your children? Are you just talking about your children just in a way because you're frustrated, and you're angry, and you're just going to say certain things, or you're learning more about yourself and trying to understand how to deal with the situation. So the Chavetz Chaim is teaching us, and it's an incredible thing. It's wonderful, as we've said many times, to have someone who you can vent to, and someone who you can open up to. But in a forum of just talking to family members about another family member, just to sit around and to talk about your uncle, to talk about your cousin, to talk about uh, anyone, is 100% Lashon Hara, and, and I'm gonna say even more than that. It's it's I would say in a certain way it's even worse than talking about someone else, because if you could talk about your relative, and you could talk about someone who's so close with you, and you could talk Lashon Hara about them, so for sure you're gonna talk about other people. For sure you'll talk about other people. But if a person's able, and again, the, 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 the fine line over here is how the conversation is going, what the point of the conversation is, and how you feel after the conversation. If you feel strengthened after the conversation, if you feel more clarity after the conversation, if you feel now whoever you were talking about, you can now have a better relationship with that person, then that was a good sign. If you have a worse relationship with that person, usually when when a person sits around and talks about other people, it makes you not like that person even more. When you sit around talking Lashon Hara with people, when someone talks Lashon Hara with other people, so when you see the person, you're like, yeah, I, I don't like them even more. But when a person is able to talk something out and that will help them be closer to the person or help them have an understanding of the person, that's when you know you're doing it latoelis. Question hmm. and comments? Yes. If someone told you that uh, uh, yeah. When I mean, you see that like, you know, the person the person I was told about um, very judgmental and how what all these steps to try to like, get rid of that knowledge you have of that person tell the time soon to um, the part. Yeah, that's a great so just to tell just so great question, Yonah. Just to just to mention, you know, that's the power of Lash The power of Lash is if somebody tells you something about someone, especially when you first first meet the person, when you first meet them, and your good friend tells you about a new person, it sort of sticks in your head that that's who the person is. And it's very hard to get it out of your mind. So that's the danger of Lashon Right? Imagine you walking to a new yeshiva, and walking into a new place, and people say, oh, this guy, be careful this guy, you know, uh, he's not an honest person, he's a this, he's a that, blah, blah, blah. But that would be terrible. You're right away labeled and it sticks. So it tells you the power of Lashon Hara and how much we believe it. Yon is asking, so what do you do? <clears throat> so the the, 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 first, the first thing is that you're, you can't believe it. You really, really, really can't believe it. You somehow in your mind have to ask Hashem. It's one of the reasons we learn the of Lashon Hara is to say, Hashem, help me not be in situations that people tell me lashon hara. Because once someone tells you lashon hara, right? If I tell you, oh, Yonah I just want to warn you. You know, this new kid, uh, you know, Chaim, you know, is a really, really, you know, self-centered, you know, not nice person. Be very careful. Be friendly with him, right? So that would be very, very powerful. And you'd be like, oh my gosh, why would I have to hear that? So the first thing is you have to daven and you have to learn hopefully that you don't hear those things. That's number one. Once, I'm not answering your question yet. Your question is what do you do once you hear it? So there are two things to do. Number one, you could say I, I'm not going to believe it. You have to tell yourself I don't believe that it's true. And number two, and this is for us all to do, is to try and find the good in that person. Try and find the good in that person and try and see the good that that person has which is in general something that we can try and do to try and see the good in another person does that help yona no problem and that in general right when you when you look at someone or you look at something and you see the negative and as we say all the time it's not about uprooting the negative You're not going to uproot the negative. It's about focusing on your positive. It's not about uprooting the negative. You're not going to be able to uproot the negative thoughts that you have about the person. It's very difficult to uproot those thoughts. But what you could do is you could focus on the positive. That's in general uh, an important lesson for everybody to, to, to try and remember. You're not going to change your negativity about things. What you could do is, you could learn to be more positive. You could learn to see the good, right? Your, your roommate is messy. Your roommate is, is uh, annoying to you in certain ways. He's not going to change. He's not going to change. But what you could do is, or you're not going to change in your perspective of your roommate. But what you could do is, you could po- look at the positive things. That, that you're, right, God willing, right, God willing, when you're married, You'll see the same thing in this. I'm going to say this line because it's important to say as many times as we can. People say, oh, but when I'm married, it's going to be different because my roommate I don't like, but my wife I'm going to love. So I could be mean to my roommate or I could have negativity on my roommate, but my wife I'm going to love and my children I'm going to love. Right? So the truth is, um, you're right. But the only difference is we hurt the people that we love the most so if you're going if you're mean to your roommate and you're negative on your roommate so for sure you're going to be negative and you're going to do that to your spouse as well that's just a fact because we hurt the people who are closest to us so if you hurt someone who's not so close to you for sure you're going to hurt someone who is very close to you so the more a person learns so what do you do in a situation like that you gotta learn to focus on the positive. You gotta learn somehow to focus on positive and focus on thinking positive thoughts, seeing. Right? That's why it's a good exercise for a person to write down as much as he can to write down positive traits about people in general. Have have a notebook. How many how many notebooks do you have to see? Right? How many notebooks do you have? Ungrateful? How many have? How many? So it's Zvi Koenig over here, sitting over here, has four full notebooks of writing out gratitude. Four notebooks. So that, that'll change, that'll change. Thank you. Right. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. That, 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 and, and it's not like, okay, I want to get four notebooks. You can't buy, you can't go to the Makola and buy four notebooks of gratitude. You've got to write you got to write down, and when a person learns to do that every day, when a person learns to do that every day, it begins to change your life. If you try this, if you have a roommate or you have someone who you don't like, naturally, now you have to be willing to do this. So get a notebook and start writing all the wonderful things about the person, and you will change your view on that person. You will change, 100%, you will change your view on the person if you go ahead and you begin to see the positivity of that person, if you have that with your father, with your mother, with with any person in your life who you don't like or 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 who has treated you a certain way, or you have an old uh, you know situation, and you write positive things about that situation, about whoever it might be—a sibling, a parent, or whatever it might be, some whoever it might be—that's hard for you, and you learn. To to see the good that will change your perspective, doesn't mean you're going to heal a hundred percent. Person has to learn how to heal as well, but it'll it'll start you with the process of of uh, of healing as well because you'll you'll be able to step back a little bit from it. Yes, Yehuda. Is there a point where someone is like, let's say, for example, just a person that's just genuinely not a good person? Or a good user. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. steal something like that. Like, something that's legit, uh, a non redeemable body. Right, like, right. Like what do you do in that type of situation? Like, are you supposed to think positively about someone that you know beats his kids like, Right, right, right. Right. So so um so again it I'm I'm not sure how that affects you'd have to ask how it affects you. You know, I meaning if it's a close family member it's very challenging. If you're always around a family member who is who is a very sick um, individual said, so you have to ask yourself, why am I around that person? And a person sometimes has to say, okay, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to hang around that person, you know, in, in certain situations, correct. It's a very... It's more yourself in Correct. Correct. Exactly. I mean, you can always find the good. But if it's a person who's really, really an unhealthy person, yeah. Yeah, but you. But you know, right? We all know who's. We all know that there. There are some people who are really, really, really sick people. So a sick person, you don't have to sit there and say, "Okay, I'm going to go out to dinner with uh, with so and so who's uh you know who abuses and who who does x, y, and z." So I could see the good in them. You know, you could just say, you know, whatever. You could, you know, keep keep your distance. You know, yeah, yeah every. You know, every person has to use his seiko as the mm-hmm. saho. I just wanted to say that I think the reason why, uh, why we think that you know, we see like a lot of people when it kind of says that our wife won't see it because like, we think that like, the person we represent is, is my roommate or, or the bus driver or my friend, but in essence, as none, it's, it's not them, it's us. So like, we collect like, like we live from zero to a hundred and, and we'll have the same environment as a person so what does make a difference, so like you just can home, like when a bus driver yells at me, it's not, I don't really care, it's just a bus driver, but it's somebody much closer, to it makes much, much more, 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 more difference, so like the excuse that, that we think that, it's him, right. is the reason why we think that, oh, my wife will be different, no, it's, it's all me, so like, the, of course you're hear what I'm Right, beautiful, amazing, amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. Okay. Um, So with that in mind, Hashem will help each and every one of us that uh, we will be Zocha to not speak any Lashon Hara, not hear any Lashon Hara. We should be zolcha to only see the good in each other, to see the good in ourselves, to see the good in Kalal Yisrael. And like we always say, um, it might not be natural for us to see the good. It might not be natural... For a person to see good and to think good thoughts, um, it might be natural to be negative. Um, but the goal of life is to is to for a person to change that. And and one of the important uh, aspects of life is to change your nature. Is not to just go ahead, right? Dead fish, go with the flow, right? So if you want to be a person who's just going with what your nature is just because you're uh, naturally you're a negative person. But if a person can learn, right, and most of us are naturally negative, if a person can learn, and it's something that a person has to learn, that's, that's I think, the most important thing. A person has to learn uh, the process and how to become a more positive person, to focus on what he has. As we said yesterday, Yaakov Avinu is Yeshli Kol. A Jew has the ability to look at everything that I have, all I have it all. Asa is always looking at what I'm missing. I'm always looking at what I'm missing, and that's also something that that happens when you're missing something, right? You see that missing piece in in other people. You see that which you're missing all over the place. When a person realizes that he has, he has so much. You have so much, right? That's one of the uh, one of the reasons we speak Lashon hara. We speak Lashon Hara is because we feel empty inside. If a person would feel good about himself, he has no reason to speak about anybody else. Right? Lashon Hara so like, oh, that makes me feel good when I put him down. But when a person learns to feel good himself, when a person learns to, to see the beauty that he has, the beauty that's around, that can help a person tremendously. Hashem will help us all not to speak any Lashon Hara, not to hear any Lashon Hara, and uh, for us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. Um, um, we're going to end off uh, something we spoke about last week in humility. To be humble, the Mishul Sharm says at the end of Perekhaf Gimel something very, very powerful. And and he says the um, what it is to have a friend. Now, it's interesting, we spoke about a little bit about this earlier. The... Ramchal and Zihirus says that one of the reasons that people don't change is because of peer pressure. One of the reasons that people don't change is who are you hanging around, who are your friends. When a person looks at who his friends are and who he is influenced by, because a person is very, very, very much influenced, and people are afraid to hang around with people who will go ahead and will challenge him. Right? Why do we want to hang around with this person? Why do I like this person? The reason I like this person, right, and you'll see in your relationship with your wife, it's the same exact thing, is that if you want everyone to agree with you all the time, then you're not going to get anywhere in life. The way a person gets somewhere in life is when there is um, challenges. Challenges where someone disagrees with you, Right, if you look at what what uh, Gemara is, right? Gemara is just constant disagreements. This one says this. This one says this. We have a Havamina. We have a Maskana. Why? Because that's what life is about. Life is the reason we learn uh, the Talmud. The reason we dafka learn uh, Talmud Bavli is because it teaches a person how to live in life. And in life, there are going to be many people who are going to disagree with you. There are going to be people who are going to have different opinions than you have. And one of the most important things for a person to develop himself and to be more humble, and to be able to hear, chacham, is a adam. If you're able to hear a different perspective from someone, if you're able to hear a different opinion <laughs> about yourself. You're able to hear someone else who says something um, and is different than your perspective. Because most of the times it's very difficult for us to hear. Most of the time we don't listen to to people. We're just waiting for for them to finish talking so we could say what we have to say. Sometimes it's very hard to hear because when we really want to listen to what someone else has to say, then it might be different than our opinion and you have to sort of like lose yourself a little bit to hear someone else's opinion especially when it comes about when it comes to you because that could mean that I'm doing something wrong or that could mean that it's not the way I think it is or that could mean that I have to improve on something which is very difficult for a person sometimes to accept but if a person think about it this way if you would be okay with people disagreeing with you, if you would be okay with people criticizing you, then you would be one of the, one of the most powerful people because you'd be like, okay, tell me how I can improve. Tell me how I could change my life. Tell me what I could do. How could, why, why would it be so bad if someone tells me you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong? All that will do is strengthen a person to to help him understand how he could better himself. The problem is when a person gets defensive, when a person becomes defensive and he won't let anyone in to tell him anything different about himself to say maybe you have to change in this area or that area. So you have to look at and ask yourself who your friends are. Are my friends people who strengthen me from just being me and not being great? Or are the friends around me, are the people around me there strengthening me and helping me become a better person? Are they challenging the way I view myself and challenging the way I view the world? Okay, question and comments on that, please. I want some challenges over here. Come on, we've got to get some... Uh... How do you deal with when someone criticizes you? Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, it depends who it is. Usually, it depends who it is. Depends who's criticizing a person, right? Depends. You have to you have to sort of look at the situation of who's criticizing you and what are they criticizing you about, because those are usually the components that can get us not to accept the criticism. Who's criticizing me? And what are they criticizing me about? Because if someone would just tell you something, um, you know, about you, um, it might not bother you. Or if if this person tells you something about you, it might not bother you. But when it's who the person is and what it is that they're criticizing, that's usually going to be a sign of why it's hard to accept that criticism. It's not the criticism, usually, that bothers us. It's who is criticizing us and what it is exactly. Well, I just said it's not the criticism. I mean, it's not the fact that I'm being criticized that bothers us. It's the nakuda, it's the point of what it is they're saying about me and who it is who's saying that about me. All right, so I like, right, I usually, do, I usually do better with live cases because theoretical cases, everyone can just bring in as many variables of the situation as possible and then there's no way to answer what it is. But if somebody has a live example where they're criticized or a situation, then it's much easier to, to break down what, what, what the reason is. See there it is. He felt disrespected. Right? So it's not it's never it's never what it's never the story that we think it is. It's he he felt disrespected. There's always a story behind that person. How could that person say that to me? How could that person have the chutzpah to say what he said about me? And how could he say that about me? You know, whatever it is. How could he say that thing? I feel like he, you know. Didn't give me the respect, something like that. So when a person understands that, he gets more clear. Yeah. I vaguely remember rather you mention that you only have good friends and bad friends. Like, either friends that are good enough to you or not. But not good enough to you that, like, why are you friends? Would that something that would tell I mean, a bad friend for sure. Why would you want to have a bad friend? I My question is a friend. My question is a friend that I would not say is a. Yeah, that's fine That's fine yeah. That's fine, that's fine. Yeah, that's, fine. That's, fine. Yeah, that's fine Yeah, that's fine I don't think that's uh, No, I think that's, I think that's fine I think that Again, it depends what level you're at But it's always good to just have friends I mean, it's usually not like that Friends are usually, you know uh, But yeah, I, I think that's fine Again, what you just saying is not about Can I have this friend or that friend It's good to have people in your life Who could challenge you It's good to have people in your life who can make you better. Most of the time, we want to stay safe. And we want to just be around. I don't want anyone telling me that I have to do anything different, that I have to change, that I have to grow. I want to hang around people that everyone's going to say, oh, you're so wonderful, you're so wonderful. Which is important also. But you also want to have friends, and you want to have people around you who are going to say, you know, you got you to gotta work harder, you got to do this. They, they have a perspective. They can tell you something about yourself. Yes, my yeah, He already speaks about you know, a person who has a, you know, a friend who criticizes What about you, know, you? You ultimately are your own friend, right? So when you criticize yourself, how do you take that from yourself? Disrespect yourself. Okay, so, so first, of all, first of all, it's very hard. It's, very, it's much better when you have someone else criticize you than yourself. Um, because the perspective of someone else is much more clear than your own perspective. Meaning I could, every one of us can see in somebody else something more than a person can see in himself. But it is also very good, like you're saying, Maishi, to hold yourself accountable as well. To hold yourself accountable. But most of the time, right, a person... Um, might not see everything right spot on because he's himself. And you might think, oh, what do you mean? I'm great at this and I have to work I have to work on this. I can't tell you how many times I'll speak to someone and they'll say, what do I have to work on? And they'll be like, I have to work on this, I have to work on this, I have to work on this. And it's the exact opposite. I know I have this with my Rebbeim. I have my Rebbeim. I could swear when I'm walking in to ask a question that this is what the Rebbe is going to tell me to do And blah blah blah, and then he'll say the exact opposite. No, you need to do like this. Like what? You know. So sometimes we're 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 very blind to to what we need to work on. But yes, it is true. One hundred percent, it is true that you can be um, your own um, friend, so to speak, by by analyzing and 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 criticizing um, yourself. But the point in the Ramchal is more saying is what he's saying. As he's saying, most of the time we like to surround ourselves with people who agree with us. Yes, Why? Um, yes, Correct. Because that makes us feel safe and it makes us feel like we're okay. We don't want to be around someone who's going to challenge us to be better. We don't want to look at it and say, wait, if this person can... Crit- now, obviously, if you have a friend or you have someone around you who's just a critical guy, he's a critical guy, a critical guy, okay, we're not talking about that. We're talking about a real friend. A real friend is someone you can... Comfortability mm-hmm. is the enemy of progress. Correct. Beautiful. Yes. Comfortability mm-hmm. is the enemy of progress. Well said. Beautiful. Amazing. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Now that in most of the cases you'll feel when a per- I feel like most of the cases when people criticize you, it's, it's to tell you you're wrong. Like when someone criticizes you, really to get you in the right way, you feel it right away, and it's easier to it. Like I'm, you, I'm sure like right. get it. Like when I'm sure. Right. Right. From- yeah, correct. You'll feel it right away. Like, it's okay, I can accept criticism. But when you know that the guy is at, like, giving you criticism just to put you down, right, and that's in most of the cases, so right. it's obvious that people want to... Right, but you. we're talking about as far as friends. If you're with people, the more a person can learn to be... It's not, again, I just want to be clear. It's not, it's not that you want to go ahead and run after and say, oh, criticize me, criticize me, criticize me. But when a person begins, when a person able to be open to hear... That I have to work on certain things, and the people he's hanging around with are people who are growing to say, "Let's work on these things." You know, you could work on this, and you could work on that. And a person's right—that's really what. What uh, I don't want to say so much, you know. Ma- but a, a marriage is very much like that. That you're not, you're not criticizing, but the pshat is is that you're constantly growing out of that. That's where it's that's where it's built from. That I have to be Mishtaper, I have to work on myself to be better. And and she has to work on herself to be better. And and in any in a chavrusa, in a real close relationship, you're 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 working together to challenge each other to be better. To be better. Not that you have to say it in those terms, but but uh, but like Myshee's saying, comfortability is the enemy of progress, right? When we just want everyone to agree with us and we want everything and it, and, it, and it could be even the bus driver or even you know somebody else if a person can learn to receive you know all of that then he could he could really you know learn a lot it's hard it's hard for example when, when people always ask Rabbi questions and cheer even like a spirit or you said it's always it's comfortable because everybody feels we all with you but i'm sure that if someone would sit here from the beginning of Shia with like a smile, right. and making fun of every word that rabbi says, and then like the so first gemara, like automatically you feel like right, right, exactly, correct. And most cases, the criticism you get from around, right, me. like it's more it's not here to make you better, it's right, more like, right, oh, what or, or, or or in a situation like that, if you would be able to turn that around and be able to receive that to say, what maybe that could help me. Maybe Even, a that. Even that, of course. The more incorrect, that's what he's saying. Even the more the more something triggers you, the more something triggers you and gets you upset, the more it means you can grow from that. The more someone bothers you or someone challenges you, the more you can grow from that. That's why we don't like to be around people who challenge us. And then Hashem puts us in situations where it challenges us, we're like, get me out of here. But it's those situations that really are the, are the way for a person to grow. Okay, we should all be Zocha as, uh, as we know, right? The most important thing is not to be uh, bogged down by your past or worried about your future. The only thing we can do to fix our past and to create our future is to live today. It's the only thing we have in, in front of us. Uh, as Binyamin Berkowitz said, it's not the first day of the rest of our life. It's actually the only day that we have. It's the only day that we have. Because tomorrow is... is uh, today is yesterday's tomorrow already. We're already tomorrow. Tomorrow already is here. To- today is yesterday's tomorrow. So, so uh, it already is tomorrow. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha to create the day that we want to create and to live the day that we want to live and through that will be Zohar to build our future and to fix our past. Have a wonderful first day of the rest of your life, everyone. Show